from the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. Andrew Maggio, 35, Wirebiter. Wirebiter. Justin Weaver, 33, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Chris Coast, 35, Saganaki. Saganaki. 36, Cal Patty. Cal Patty. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. What's up, boys? Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Circle of Trust podcast, the weekly news of the F3 Nation. You got your boy Hello Kitty. You got your boy Rapido checking in. And here we are for another weekly roundup of all the good things happening across F3. Oh, my G. There (laughs) is plenty. Oh, man, plenty to get to. And if you thought you were emotional, Last week, listening to the words of Glenn Gary, wait till you see what the men of Seattle have done this week to wrap a brother. When was the, uh, oh my gosh, my friend, when was the last time you teared up in public accidentally? If you watch this video whilst on your phone at an airport terminal, which I'm guessing you did. I only wish I flew on an aircraft yesterday and not nine hours of windshield time. Oh, you drove up and back. Yeah, because this meeting didn't come together until Friday. Oh, and flights I you were, were like flying up twelve to fourteen hundred bucks for uh, yesterday. That's the dulcet tones of Jamie Vance Roseboro, who has been Hello. thinking Road Warrior as of late. And uh thus we're checking in on Thursday as opposed to what's become kind of a Wednesday uh arrival mm-hmm. for us these days. But I didn't realize you were on the road in the automobile to and fro the nation's capital yesterday. So big day. Good day. Windshield, windshield time. Yeah. Me and the boss. And, uh, it was a very important meeting. Uh, and it best served this level of meeting we had, uh, in person. So Mm -hmm. it was, I mean, it could have been a a VTC or, I'm sorry, a zoom, but, um, no, it's video teleconference VTC for the layman (laughs) looking for the layman, but no. So, um, and we left super early just in case, DC does what DC does with traffic sure, and, you sure. know, drive from down here up there's like four and a half hours, sure. but we park at the Metro, you know, Springfield, yeah. hop on the train, yeah, just hopped on the old Franconia Springfield <clears throat> blue line. In you Smoothed go. Smoothed right in, got access, building access, all this stuff. Great meeting, get home, get past the mix and bowl and all the nonsense of the traffic, get south uh-huh. and said, you know, we barely had anything to eat because it's been a go, go, go. Sure. Day. Sure. Bought ourselves a Chipotle. Okay. You see a Chipotle off in the distance. You think I'm going to get a beautiful, delicious burrito in my belly before yeah, the rest I, of this drive. I prefer the burrito bowl. You go for the uh, bowl. Okay. I do the bowl. Was having a strategy talk the other, uh, the other day with a guy about, listen, get the bowl and just ask for two burritos, just tortilla shells. And you can make yourself two burritos. If you get a that's, bowl and two tortillas, that's you've a got enough in there that is. to yeah. make two burritos. So- we're hungry. We're starving. It's just, we get to the parking lot and I'm like, I said to my boss out loud, I was like, this is the nicest Chipotle I've ever seen. So you're it feeling like a, good, right? You're it looked like a bank. Prospects are high. Yeah. Prospects Walk in normal, like Chipotle, right? Poured yeah. concrete floor. You got yep. the station yep, in the standard. back. Sure. Loud tables dragging across the floor, like all that. 
order my bowl. I get my bowl going. No queso. Look down right. the line. You're not seeing the queso. Okay. No All queso. Right. Okay. They're out. Okay. Got it. Do my other thing. Corn, pico, shredded cheese. We're out of shredded cheese. No shredded cheese. No shredded cheese. <laughs> what time of and day I'm was like, it? Hold on. What time of day was it? It's like 545, six oh. o'clock. Ooh. Ooh. Dinner rush. Ooh. And well, I'm so hungry, follow, right? It follow doesn't matter. Question, follow up question. Likely they have some sort of shipping, right? And we all know that supply chains are nutty. But at some point at 3.30 or 4 p.m., mm-hmm. your sans shredded cheese from your usual food delivery. I know where you're going with this. Would you not head to the local Harris Teeter Safeway, if you're in Northern Virginia, giant food line, and just grab five or six bags? You'd think they'd do some sort of stopgap measure, but it gets better, Brian. So hungry, I don't care. Don't know. Actually, actually, you know, don't really need the cheese in all grand scheme of things, but it's nice. You cared. It's your boat. You're getting to a boiling point. I can feel it. I was, but I, it's been a long day, right? You're just, so listen, it's not their fault. I'm going to throw throw some sour cream on it and I'll make it work. Oh yeah. You'll adapt. You'll adapt. She dolloped me up real good on the sour cream. She's and so I get to the line. My my boss who's beside me, you know, he's he's doing his thing too. And we yeah. get to the register and I'm like, all right, chips and a couple of drinks. Oh no. We're out of chips. Oh no. <laughs> out of chips. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at your first world problems, but those are, you know, out of chips at a Chipotle is that's a that's a tough one. That's Be tough that one. as it may, a first world problem. Yeah. And I realized that Chipotle is a flavor, but it's in your name. Chip, Uh, it's there. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, anyway, I I contemplated a curtly worded tweet and I abstained. I walked away. Was Um, guac still extra? Of course, guac is extra. You know, you know what we tell them when they say guac is extra? So am I. So am I. (laughs) You know, you know what the other power move is? Uh, Guac's extra. Give me two. <laughs> if that's the case, double it. <laughs> just, you know, I just fill up the just lid. Just throw the card down on the table. Just Let's fill go. up the lid. I'm glad you're back. Uh, happy birthday to you, belated. You kicked oh. off the week with a birthday on Monday. And so mm-hmm. thank you. We're thank now you. one year away from the big 4 0. So congratulations on that. It's a long year, Brian. On the sun. And uh, it was good to see you on your birthday uh, before your busy week. So that was awesome. Yeah, man. Cute. Um, Cued Monday, cued mm-hmm. Tuesday, cued this morning, and uh, we'll cue tomorrow as well. Danger zone. So I love it. I love the birthday cue week. It's always a great way to celebrate. Uh, when most people think, why don't you just get fat, drunk, and silly on your birthday? You're like, nope, we'll go to F3. Maybe yeah. we do some of that other stuff on the side. We can do yeah. some of that. Moderation. Some accountability. I-, I love it. Had a great weekend here. Uh, we had what's really neat, man. Two uh, different versions of F3 Dads Camp happening at the same weekend mm-hmm. across the state of North Carolina, which is cool. And I know we talked to a big F3 nation, but when you think about, you know, all that we've got, the fact that on the same weekend in Lake Wiley, which is like Southern North Carolina, mm-hmm. and all the way out where we were at, which is Minnesota Beach, like Arapahoe, way Eastern NC, you had a pair of weekends where High Impact Men and their kids we're getting together for bunk houses and, you know, uh, BB guns and bow and arrow and blobs and zip lines and all that good stuff outside. And Excellent. so my girls and I 
made the trek over. You've been there years before. We go to the same exact place for Y guides. We've done a mm-hmm. lot of uh, dad bonding, uh, friend bonding, and also dad and kid bonding there. It's just a great, it's a great place. It's a great time. It's and it's, well, the best part too, right, is it's inter-regional, not intra, yeah. oh, inter-regional, yeah. right? Yeah. So you've got guys that you see some maybe regularly at a grow ruck or at a, you know, like a Dude, we had guys travel things. in from, I, I think there were, I, this might sound crazy, but I feel like there was a gold rush guy there who maybe was back east for some stuff. And then we had guys, I mean, multi-states mm-hmm. traveling in, multi-regions traveling. It's just a big, huge F3 get together, but centered around not just the guys hanging out with each other, but the guys and all of our kids hanging yeah. out with each other. And so it's one of those incredibly impactful weekends to spend intentional time with the shorties. We did an F3 workout. I know the guys out west did as well. I flipped the video for it so you can go see what our workout looked like. It's on my uh, tw- Twitter page and Instagram and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. But it's just, a, it's another one of those reminders where you're walking around camp. You're like, man, just how fortunate are we, right? How blessed are we to be able to have this thing? And and to know that uh, six-year-olds, we're going to go take the bikes out for a ride around camp. Good, great. Have a great time. See you, in a little See you later. The guys got her, right? <laughs> yeah. Sheep dogs are on it. Like there's plenty exactly. of guys out there that can take care of them. Well, it's sort of like, it's sort of twofold, right? Where it's like that a camp of this size and of these many activities exists within a two hour drive. It's but amazing. then also it's amazing that the YMCA has had the fourth, the fourth site and thought and a donor base to keep those places alive. Mm-hmm. And then that we, uh, as F three dads or white guys or whatever, get to take advantage of those places and, and live out some childhood, uh, fun times. Like you said, zip lines, a great time. Blobs. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I got the boat out there and, you know, it's just a, it's just a heck of a weekend. And T-Claps to uh, Borland out of F3 Raleigh for getting the ENC yep. one spearheaded and off the ground again. And I apologize that I don't know. Who I was going to say, I wish I could tell you the on guys the west who side. do the Camp Thunderbird thing, but no worries. And we know who they are at some point, but just, mm-hmm. just great stuff. And, and just, uh, man, kudos to all you guys for leaning in, right? Being part of that. And, mm-hmm. and thanks to the kids for making it a memorable experience as well so that's good stuff let's do uh, the podcast roundup here's what things look like on the audio channels here uh obviously we're coming at you with news here's what last week and parts of this week already look like the q source topic is exhortation that's the last part of that vape idea as a leader right we provide vision we articulate that vision we persuade to movement and then we exhortate right to get people moving we empower them through that so uh always encourage you guys to go check that out a pair of 43 feet podcast coming at you the shared leadership team is talking about burnout not just career but you got a little f3 burnout going on and going on your region things like that so we discuss mm-hmm. that and then dark helm has got a conversation with josh levin on company and organizational culture so there's a few opportunities to listen to that leadership podcast Stuff we're trying, talking about the unclick. The roundtable has the big bat iron packs preview Ooh. for 2022. And we'll discuss those dates here in a minute as well. And Hunt for Wellness is talking about overcoming limitations of spinal stenosis with Snooky. So always a lot of content that we aim to deliver for you guys. And we're grateful that you listen to it. We ask that you always like, share it, post a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on, because it only helps us reach more men with this mission to plant, grow, and serve small workouts for the invigoration of male community leadership. Hi. Hi. Four Grow Rucks coming at you the rest of the year. September, they're going to be in Cherokee, which is in Georgia. October is going to be Virginia Beach. November, Lehigh Valley, which is Pennsylvania. And then the boys of Katy, Texas, going to rock in December. For more details, to register 
all of that good stuff, uh, go to the Grow Ruck website and get on it. I know there are spots available at all three events. And if you're in and around, highly recommend you check that out. We'll be up in Virginia Beach in October for that event. So good opportunities to participate and to engage with the men of the COT podcast, which will make for a good time there as well, my brother. Would love to get under the log with any of you fine gentlemen oh listening gosh. to the program. Let's do it. Let's get nuts. You <laughs> haven't lived until you've heard wet and sandy. Just talk all night. You tend to shut her down. There's certain moments where you're like, it's time for me just to do my thing here. Yeah, I'm in a bit of a pain cave. I'm going to need you to shut your brain for a few minutes. <laughs> I did love the moment. And there's always great moments at these events. But, you know, for one that we did together and in uh, Myrtle Beach, where we're coming back in, uh, and Dred said, the whole COT podcast is dead. What are you going to do now? <laughs> Perhaps some more colorful language mixed in. Uh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a great memory. It Take sure that was. One. Brother, Take we, that have one got, we have got loads of phone calls to get to. Love it. But we do have a couple of incredible praise reports to deliver first. Nice. Uh, before we go to the phone lines, the first one is from our man, L-E-T- L-E-T-C. Uh, and it, it just, I'm just going to read it, man. I saw this post on Twitter. thought it was great. L-E-T-C, I believe is a Raleigh Pax, but I think he was down east. It said, when you drive to a job site in Oak Island, which is down eastern North Carolina, with fourth of a tank of gas and no wallet, what do you do? You put out the F3 bat signal and the Bruco boys answer and old G-string came through. What? And uh, help the brother out at a gas pump uh, in a little bit of uh, stress. So yeah. Some stuff there. They posted a picture from it. Oh, Where nice. I'll have to go find that. Yep. All right, Bruco's the, actually officially the like the newest Cape Fear region, right? They just launched not long ago. Yeah. It's Brunswick County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of if you start headed from Leland towards Shalote, right? You got the rogue boys of Ocean Isle Beach who sort of do their own thing, as one would expect with, <laughs> with the, the Santan in charge. <laughs> yeah. But now the Bruco guys have their own thing going. They got some freestanding AOs that is really pretty cool. And uh, I got to get down there, man. We've got a family house down there and I got to get down and post with the guys at the river, which is in Shalote, uh, which would be great. Yeah, man. All right. So, so last week we read you this message from uh, Glenn Gary out of Seattle. And to remind you, the message is about his wife was going in for some surgery and he posted this just incredibly impassionate post about how they came downstairs, flipped on the lights at five in the morning and there were like 10 shovel flags in their front yard and how you guys rallied around them. Let me read you what happened this week in the Puget Sound in Seattle. It said, after Puget Sound in Seattle performed a surprise candlelight vigil this morning for our man Burns who lost his wife after a 571-day battle with cancer. This is why we do F3. We're here for each other. We're a community. I want to play it for you. There's not a lot to the audio. But what you'll hear is two men come running into a park, and they're just out on a run for the two of them. My guess is these guys coordinated this, and the man running with him knew the group was going to be there. And they get to a point where he then spots what to me looks like two dozen F3 men, maybe more with candles mm. just, i just want you to listen to it because you'll be able to to be able to tell what's happening let's listen in. here he sort of pauses he's bent over right because he sees the guys mm-hmm. and now they walk through the line you love burns love burns 
I'm wrong. It's easily 40 men, 40 to 50. Men. I was going to say it's, it's almost easily like a, 40 to 50. It's like men. a runway. It's, it's lit like up a, like a runway. Yeah, and we'll post the link, right? So you guys can click on it and see it and watch it. Uh, it, it might seem like a little thing to do, right? Let's get 50 guys out there. It's easy for us to do it. We're already going to get up in the morning. We think mm-hmm. about it, man. Like this guy has just gone through the worst, the worst experience, right? 571 day battle cancer. Why finally succumbs. And uh, probably the last thing you want to do is maybe go for a run. Maybe it was one of the first things you want to do to get out and clear his head with his brother. But then to be there waiting for him, like, I, I just, I don't know who else does this. I don't know who else does this. Yeah. I, I retweeted it when I saw it last night, two nights yeah. ago, whenever it was. Started making its way around the last Yeah. Night. And I, um, I guess it was last night because I'd been unplugged all day. And, I, my, my tweet was essentially just, uh, I I'm without words be- mm. and I'm, I couldn't be more full of like love and emotion because yeah. Like where, where else does this come from? Where, where else are people inspired to, to lead and lean in on, on a brother like that? And in the level of emotion that, that gets stirred from witnessing something like that and guys being able to have the foresight and thought that you like, you know, what's something really simple that we yeah. could do. Yeah like those flags in the yard last week with something that really simple that we could do that signifies the level of, you know, relational commitment and emotion that we can show to our, our brother who is struggling, who has gone through the ringer, right? This is just another, this is a, a part of that journey that, that mm-hmm. him and his M had been on. And it's, it's not, it's not easy at any point and it's especially not easy now. And to see that man, come crest that hill. So mm-hmm. please go watch, please go watch the video, mm-hmm. crest the hill and sees that split second of like the mental process you can witness on his face. And like, yeah. he sees it, it registers. He's doubled what it over is. in emotion. He's double over it in emotion. Yeah. It, it's, it's incredibly moving. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love the example that that sets for the rest of the nation because people going through that level of, you know, that type of a journey is, is, unfortunately ubiquitous um and it gives it gives guys good ideas about other other things to try we've seen this with the with the guys who are who are ringing cancer bells with the guys who are like the shovel flags we mentioned this this candlelight thing is a is a new one for us that i that mm-hmm. at least that i've seen and i i keep storing these kind of things away and that yeah. this is yeah this is part of it man this isn't just the workout group this isn't just the Dude, I, if we the just beer group. together or if we just uh, fill in the blank right if we just did other things outside of the fact that we get up at four thirty or five and we share in that experience and we get each other through that tough 45 minutes, as tough as it may be, I think it just equips us and sets us up. And you do all of that out of something bigger than yourself. It's why you see these moments bubble up like this, mm-hmm. just something more to it. And I'm just grateful for you guys to be a part of it. And I ask you just keep leaning into it, man. If you're new to this thing and you're just getting started, you're like, yeah, I've been to two workouts. Like, it's cool. It's a good workout group. I promise you there's more to it. Keep I'll going. tell you something that just, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'll tell you something that just came came to me as I'm staring at my wall here. Um, the F3 logo, we all wear it. We all have dozens, if not hundreds of shirts. <laughs> it's getting to become a problem. Um 
many of us have it on our on our vehicles. I, you I know, I've got one on my truck. Know. I want them to that, things that I've got it on when I wear it. I've got it on koozies. I've got it on a laptop sticker. I've got it on notebooks. It's it's everywhere, and it is more than just like, oh, hey, you know this, yeah, you know, this crazy group of dudes. We get up early in the morning. Yeah. No, nah, man, that logo is a point of pride. Yep. That logo means means very specific things to a lot of different people. And that logo needs to continue to expand its presence and what it That's means right. across right. all communities and regions. And That's this right. Well, listen, I've told this story before space. and now, you know, I've told this story before and I use my dad as an example, right? F3 Red Baron, 36 year Air Force veteran, uh, distinguished military career, a hell of a human and American, my hero. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wears that F3 logo now all the time. Right. And it mm-hmm. hasn't replaced the Air Force logo. It hasn't replaced the squadron T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Right. But that thing is in the mix yeah. just as much. So it shows you what it means to that man who knows mm-hmm. about being a part of something bigger than himself. And you guys feel it, too. And uh, and not to make too big a deal out of it, but there should be some weight to it. Yeah. Right. There should be some weight to it. Um, I'm not going to have eight beers or nine beers and hop in my truck with that F3 logo on it and drive home. You shouldn't either. I'm not going to yell at my kid and yank their arm in the grocery store with that F3 logo on my shirt. And you shouldn't either. I'm not going to step out on my wife with that F3 logo on my shirt. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't either. Right. Whether you're physically wearing it or not, think about those things. Think about what it means to represent that and know that you're part of something that's way bigger than just the individual. And now you guys know that you wouldn't mm-hmm. listen to this if you didn't. Exactly. But there's something to it, man. I think those guys summed it up, right? Excellent. Well right, said. Let's have some fun with these next guys. We got a bunch of calls. We got a ton of energy coming through. We're hearing from guys that we haven't heard from in a while. So I think motorboats got them feeling it, right? <laughs> the boat's not on the show this week, but I think his energy is starting to permeate through. Yeah. Which I like to, I, like I love to it. So I'm going to save the best call for last because I got one called seven seconds. I think it's the best call of the day. <laughs> seven seconds? Seven seconds. All Let's right. go out to St. Louis, Missouri. Better yet, St. Charles area. Brick's calling in because they just got done with the tour day St. Charles. Gideon Rapido, Brick here from F3 St. Charles, the last stop up on the northwest side of F3 St. Louis. Last weekend, our region held our annual Tour de St. Charles, a a 6AO in a day swing that starts at 4.30 a.m. and ends right before lunch. And right after that, we do a big second F event with burgers and beers. We averaged over 40 packs per beat down this year, and 23 high-impact men completed the full six-pack. That's right, six beatdowns back-to-back-to-back. In addition to all the suck, the fun, and the clown car parade from AO to AO. We also announced the launch of a new region out to our west and officially launched a brand new region from within our own by handing off a shovel flag to a new Nantan at the final COT of the day. Boys, I got to tell you, this was the most F3-esque event I have ever been to. We hit the first, the second, and the third F so hard. It was fun, beautiful. Wanted to share with you fellows in the nation, and I gotta go. F three esque event. It's got a nice sound to it. Esque, esque. <laughs> That's good stuff. I From love it. Missouri to Pennsylvania. These boys are about to lock down with a burpee challenge in Lehigh Valley. Here's Uptown Girl. 
Hey, F3 Nation, Hello Kitty, Podcast Nation. This is Uptown Girl calling from F3 Lehigh Valley. Wanted to let you guys know that uh, we got a great event coming up. It's a burpee challenge. We are challenging the men in our community for six minutes to do as many burpees as possible to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. This year, a somber event for our pack. We lost uh, one of our pack members. His name was Tree Hugger. Terrible accident. Um, was crushed by a tree. That is not a joke. Mm. Anyway, uh, the packs are getting together for our anniversary on Labor Day, and we are challenging our community, challenging our men to do 5,000 burpees and raise $5,000. We are going to culminate our anniversary with a uh, fitness trek and 5,000 burpees. That's our goal in the little Lehigh Parkway. So those of you who are going to be coming through the Lehigh Valley, that's where you can meet us, join us, uh, send your love, your prayers, your burpees, your dollars, whatever, to our uh, our pack, and we would be greatly appreciative of that. And uh, all money that will be raised will go to the Hope Rescue Mission which was one of Tree Hugger's organizations that he was on the board of, and we want to continue to support in his honor. So appreciate it, boys. Stay after it. Stay high impact. Out. All right, man. That's good stuff. I love it. Just a powerful, powerful connection. Powerful I love connection. it, too. I, I recall I recall the mm-hmm. the incident with Tree Hugger. We, we, we talked about that on the show, and mm-hmm. it's, I love to see the continuation of – of a region still, you know, inspired and in doing things with yep. intentionality when it yep. comes to stuff like that. Yep. Similar to what the boys in Omaha do with the Nugent shovel flag, you find ways to remember our brothers and that's how you ultimately leave. Right. Right. We don't know when that time is going to be. Right, Correct. So we continue to do it. Funny car checking in long time, right? Loyal, loyal him. He's got an update about some him doing him stuff who are getting ready to leave their region. Hello, hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Funny Car 59, F3 Hanson Roads, devoted listener and occasional caller. Commissioner, Cowboy, Thriller, LinkedIn, Toy Story. These five packs from F3 Hanson Roads have recently or will soon be leaving to move to another part of the country. They will be missed but not forgotten. We are blessed that they were a part of F3 and Hanson Roads. Each man made a positive contribution to our AOs and helped us carry out the F3 mission. We are a stronger region, and our PACs are better men because they decided to show up in the gloom on a consistent basis. Most importantly, strong friendships were made that will continue on no matter how far away they are. These PACs plan to plan and launch F3 in their new communities. Commissioner and staff of Virginia, Thriller in Washington State, LinkedIn and Cowboy will probably have F3 up and running by the end of September in Blacksburg, Virginia. Go Hokies, where the nation's president, Dark Helmet, is from. Toy Story moved to San Diego to become a CEO of a Navy destroyer, so maybe a few months until he's able to reconnect with F3. To me, the greatest benefit of showing up in a gloom is making friendships with men from different backgrounds, vocations, interests, and interests that we, never, that we probably never would have met. I'm sure this happens in every region where guys come and go, but we're better men because they joined us. So on another important matter, 
GTE 32, Neptune's Adventure, is less than two months away. I'm confident there are still packs out there from other regions who plan to participate in GTE 32 at Virginia Beach from October 7th to 9th. As with all GTEs, it will be an epic and life-changing experience. I hope you can join us. Until next time, Funny Car, F3 Hampton Roads. And I was looking at the calendar, right, because I got BRR coming up in a few weeks, and then basically a month after that, roll into the GT, and I was like, oh, I'm starting to get a little a little nerve-sided, as my girls call it, right? <laughs> nervous sided. and excited, a little nerve-sided. The little uh, the nervous yawns. I've been a while, so that's going to be a, a hell of a time. <laughs> Who knows if they even have a log then, right? You already have a log. I don't, I don't Yeah, not that I have the log in the sense that you think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right, we got more calls to get to. Uh, <laughs> here's the manliest of all Barts from Gold Rush. Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Gold Rush Bartman, but I'm actually downrange today in South Fork. Why am I in South Fork, you ask? Well, I got our Nantan, uh, the Nantan for South Fork Pot here. He's going to tell you why. What's up, Nation? This is Pot coming at you from our Lemby Park, which is also known as Tower House. We just had our one-year anniversary. Um, we started last year with about 19 guys posting, you know, part downrange, part local. And at this anniversary workout, we had over 70, all kinds of ages, but we even had packs over 70 years old here. Uh, it was a big celebration. We were celebrating um, two of our own that were posting for their 100th and 200th time, as well as some big news coming out of our region that we are star fishing a new region called Asgard, which we have Fanny Pack here representing. Good morning, nation. Uh, Asgard, star fished out of uh, South Fork simply because the men needed it. We needed to have a more local decision-making with our, with our guys. We got too wide in South Fork, and we decided to nip it in half. Not a whole lot is changing. Our calendar's changing a little bit. Super excited for the new region and uh, looking to grow and uh, serve the pack and uh, keep the, the nation's uh, mission strong. There you go. There's news on the West Coast. 88's here, too, in the background being all silent and deadly, <laughs> just like we know we can be. So, in the meantime, <laughs> this is Bartman from Gold Rush and South Fork and Escard. Catch you later. Dude, expansion right now is nutty. Like, and obviously that art, uh, not art of manliness, which was amazing. The Order of Man podcast with Dark Helmet a couple weeks ago, like the requests coming in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. A ton. Like, awesome. Like a bunch. Like to where Bing and those guys in the expansion team were like, we're just going to start hosting some town halls and invite all these new guys to join in so we can do it all at once. Heck yeah. And introduce them to it. So keep your eyes peeled, fellas. Like, I think we're going to continue to see some rather rapid growth here, which is, which is amazing. Right. It's That's incredible. outstanding. Yeah. Thanks for the call 88. As yeah. Well thank is. you. Not to be outdone. 220 days till the world's greatest relay. <laughs> That's it. Is that old hoot? <laughs> <laughs> old hoot dog. Give us an eight to eight number. Mm. Sounded like his. I didn't need an eight two eight number to know that. I know, old hoot dog. You know, a lot of talk about BRR these days. I'm sure the Mortimer boys get in their feelings a little bit about everybody talking about the Blue Ridge Relay. They got to be running the BRR themselves, don't they? I think they usually are. It's a tune-up race for them to get ready for it. Right. You know, the so, warm rama That's right. So, <laughs> just a just a reminder. That's uh, funny. You got two hundred and something days. Okay. You know what? You don't have a lot of time to get ready for. You only have a few days until the Iron Packs challenge starts. Week zero is August 29th. 
And then we go week one, two, three, and four the following weeks after that. It is a hoot nanny. It's all hands on deck, throw down, mono e mono, region e region, you versus you slugfest. That is the Iron Packs Challenge. It's just such a kudos, a T claps, and a thanks to the men of F3 Greenwood down in South Carolina for spearheading this thing. I don't know, four years ago at this point. Yeah. They started it, right? Been around for a minute. Just love it. It's become really the nation seesaw. Uh, It really is. And we love things to stay regionalized, but this thing is just sort of taken away. And you've got just tons of regions represented. The boys in Seattle are back-to-back region champs, so they're looking to defend. You just got a lot of great activity, and it gives you a chance to do something hard. It's a super hard workout every single week. And so we ask that you go check it out, get signed up. But of course, because he's such a high impact man who does nothing mm. but give it away. Yeah. Well, man, Bones is like, you know what? These boys are about to go through a five-week hellacious uh, juggernaut. So why don't I get them ready for it? So Bones is coming in with some Iron Packs prep. Weekly mm. hunt for wellness tip. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the Packs of F3 Nation. Okay, Packs, we are nearing the end of August, and that means that the 2.0s are returning to school. Football is about to start, and the greatest international fitness challenge is about to begin. Yes, I'm talking about the Iron Packs Challenge. Unless you are extremely new to F3 or living under a rock, you are probably aware of the Iron Packs Challenge and have started to see the buzz about it around your region. It is an opportunity to prove to yourself and the packs across the world just how tough you are. As we get ready to embark on this year's challenge, I wanted to remind you of a few things. First, remember to hydrate. You will be exerting much more energy than you typically do at a regular boot camp. In most regions, the weather is still warm and dehydration will certainly derail you from doing your best. It is a good rule of thumb to drink at least half your body weight in ounces. Have a big glass of water when you wake up and bring a water bottle to the workout. Start now with your hydration so that you are ready for next week. Second, stretch. Plan on arriving several minutes before the challenge begins to allow for this. I encourage site cues and proctors to have a warm-up so the packs will not injure themselves. Warm-ups should include stretches and motions for the muscles that will be used during the challenge. It is also a good idea to stretch after the workout as well. Lastly, remember to use proper form to avoid injury. Let's be honest, 99.9 of you will not be in the top 10 of the rankings, so don't compromise your health with sloppy form or overexertion. Concentrate instead on doing it properly, finishing and supporting the packs beside you. So packs, get signed up and rock the Iron Packs Challenge this year. Just remember to hydrate, stretch, and do the exercises properly. Kitty and Repito, I expect to see you boys on the leaderboard this year. Keep up the good work, nope. man. This has been Bones guiding the Packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. Don't worry, Bones. We'll be there. Uh, leaderboard. I mean, if everyone's on it, <laughs> regardless yeah. of ranking, then yeah. What do you call the last person who graduates from med school? Uh, a doctor. Doctor. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing it. I signed points. up. Great um, points. Signed up as well. Um, 
got some uh, scheduling things with the Blue Ridge that am I a hero? Maybe I'm going to do all uh, five of them five days in a row. <laughs> Only history uh, after that, at the last weeks, that's what I'm going to be doing, which is probably the worst idea uh, around. But if I can do that, then I got the grow rock a couple weeks later. Bing, bang, boom. We're, we're I remember you did that last year. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible, Jamie. I'll be honest with you. It was not the best decision, but we're going to do it again. Well, uh, I was signed I up last year. Water, and then you're I don't ever bring water to a workout. I bring water to every single Iron Packs workout. I was signed up to do it last year, and then I got the Rona. Yeah, yeah, that will happen too. Uh. And the year before that, I was signed up, but I never input my data. So I'm going to be more diligent about my there data you go. this year. Yeah. Yep. If you don't input the data, did it really happen? I don't think well, so. You can't manage what you don't measure, Brian. Boy, that is a wonderful quote. And that brings us to the quote worth repeating on this week's uh, segment, uh, this week's show. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you feel, man? I got, I got a little something for the boys, obviously, but I wanted to tell you one more story. I started Please. off the show with Chipotle, right? Okay. Yep. And it comes on the heels of what Bones was just talking about, which is a, a nice segue, as we say in the industry. And um, you are a broadcaster now. <laughs> so Monday was a birthday. I didn't overindulge. I did mm -hmm. indulge, mm -hmm. but I didn't overindulge. I did indulge. <laughs> I'm not superstitious. I mean, I'm a little stitious. I'm a but, little stitious. Right. Uh, no more than a normal Monday night, perhaps. But, uh, Tuesday, I'm queuing, queuing Claymore, uh, limited, uh, limited run, maximum suck, good coffee, questionable company. And uh, middle of the workout, something happened to me that's never happened before. It's like, I pretty much went blind. Hmm. It was a really weird sensation. Like your what other could you or could you not see? I couldn't see anything. Like black or like white? Black. It was just black. Yeah. Well, it was fuzzy and then yeah. it was black. Whoa. And so that morning I had put in a new set of contacts, right? Every day. And I was kind of, I was blinking more than normal because I, I felt like my contacts were off. My vision was blurry and we get like 15 minutes into the queue and we're doing like heavy rock work, like ego rocks, eight count man makers and, you know, pearls for girls and sure. the whole thing you, you do with rocks. And we would, we would do a, a circuit and then we would just like walk to the end of the parking lot and back or do some lunges or something, yeah. right? Give yourself yeah. a, a little hot minute. And I don't know what you call them, but one of the, my signatures is put the rock beside your foot and don't torque your body, but pick the rock up and put it on a shelf. I think it's called elf on the shelf. Elf actually. on the shelf is what yeah. I've been known to call that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did a demo of that. And then as soon as I finished that like demonstration, like, like almost like the movies. Whoa. Yeah. Like the vision just gone. And I just, I been, I le le leaned over um, and like tried to gather myself, but it wasn't coming back. And that's when the guys like stepped in and knew what to do better than I knew what to do myself. Skipper took off on a beeline for the cars and, and a bottle of water and shut in and uh red rider sat me down and mm -hmm. I laid down for a hot second and um, came back, was good, drank some water, cooled my neck off uh finished the queue been fine since it was just really huh. weird yeah. anyway i tell you that story to tell you this story crazy rush of a morning wasn't feeling great right but was was fine on those mornings i gotta get home get the kids going because i'm i'm primary driver on the morning for the two oldest get them to school and i forgot my microphone because i was recording a podcast sure not this one a different one for work and so i I went home to get that, then went to the office. On my way to the office, I'm about a half mile from my office. I'm driving up Six Forks Road, very busy road, Raleigh. There's a 
like a rascal mobile wheelchair in the sidewalk. And in going by him at 45 or 50 miles an hour, whatever it was, I immediately could tell the dang wheel fell off his wheelchair. Oh, And it's like, there's this big, long scrape in the sidewalk. And you guys got on a camouflage hat, an army shirt, and there's dozens, if not hundreds of people flying by this guy. I immediately whip it around and I got to go around three side streets to get back to him. And as I'm coming around, I'm going to pull in this church parking lot next to where he's sitting. He was up and he fell and fell like head torso into the road. Whoa. Six forks. Yeah, busy and like, road. Very busy road. And I like almost like am getting out of the truck as I'm screeching and putting it in park because he can't stand up. He yeah. can't. And no one, no one is stopping. No one is slowing down. There's no one like trying to block the lanes with no one. Yeah. I get him onto the sidewalk and I'm like, can I help you up? What can I do? And uh, so I, I pick him up, stand him up and we're trying to get him on the chair, get him on the chair. But the lug nuts gone. There's like this pin that holds the wheel on. I'm like, where do you live? What are we going to do? Right. Anyway, find the lug nut, find the pin, get him sort of basically patched up so he can get back down the sidewalk to his apartment. Uh, he lives back down towards North Hills. And so anyway, I had this epiphany that I wanted to share that story because I was giving myself this like pity party of like, you're running late. You forgot the microphone. You whatever the hell happened in front of your guys this morning yeah. is not something that normally happens to you. And the big guy, main creator upstairs was like, oh, yeah, you want a pity party? Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Watch this. And by because, the way, get out there. Because if I hadn't have forgotten the microphone, that's right. I would have been up that road 25 minutes prior to when he was out there on that road. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to share that message to like hammer home a point of get out of your own way at times, open up your aperture a little bit, help others find that you don't nearly, you typically probably nearly don't have it nearly as bad as someone mm. else who is a veteran in subsidized housing, doesn't have enough money to eat lunch or breakfast, you know, doesn't, doesn't have enough ability. Struggling, like, struggling. struggling. And has a piece of wheelchair that's, you know, hold, held together with duct tape and, and glue. Mm. Um, so it really, it really motivated me for the rest of the day um, and actually to the last, last couple of days. And so um, I wanted, I wanted to share that message. It's really, you know, really a, possibly a personal message to maybe too sure. much talking for this sure. program, but I thought. I thought it was a story that I wanted to share with the listeners that I needed to be reminded of it personally. And if, if I'm needing to be reminded of it, I yep. think others are too. Yep. Awesome. Powerful, man. So powerful. Yep. Well, that's that. It's yeah. Great. I'm glad you shared it. Yeah. I'm glad you shared it. You know, it's uh, those experiences. That's why we talk a lot about uh, the fun stuff that we do sort of on the front end of the show. It's why we talk about some of the hard stuff we're going through as well. Um, right. a lot of times, and I'll admit it, like I'll say things out loud and be like, that was for me. <laughs> like, I know, yeah. I, I know I said it out loud for myself, yeah. but I know there's another brother out there shaking his head the same way too. All right. So we're in this. And so, <clears throat> so this week's quote, yeah. Worth repeating so we can get out the door here. 
leadership is not a rank or position to be attained. Mm -hmm. Leadership is a service to be given. That's right. That's right. It is, uh, I'm with you and, uh, here's how we're going to do it and, uh, let's go or Mm -hmm. Hey, follow me. Mm -mm. Yeah. It ain't the second one. Yeah. It's not, it, it's not about you. And I got shown that in the flesh on Tuesday morning. And that's what this quote is about too. It's not about you. That's right. That's right. Well said, man. Needed that reminder. Big show that it was today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Loads of calls, guys. We're so grateful for you. The phone number here is 844-4COT-PACKS. That's how you end up on the show, like those handful of high-impact men that we're on today. You can always email us, cot at f3nation.com. And we ask that you go out there, rate, review the show, share it with your friends, and help us spread this good news. My brother, I love you. Love you too, man. To the men of F3 Nation, if another man hasn't told you this today, we love you. The nation loves you. Go out there. Keep getting after it and invigorating male community leadership. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 41. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 39. Repeat it. And this has been the COT Podcast.